Hey friends, I have a question for you. Are you a rule follower? Here's the truth. Whether you admit it or not, you actually are. Because we all have a rule of life that we follow, whether intentionally or unintentionally. And it's that rule that shaped our past, shapes our present, and will shape our future. I know, I know, for many of us, the word rule may bring up negative memories of strict parents, stern teachers, unsympathetic police officers. So don't let the word rule put you off, because maybe you just need to look at it differently in order to embrace it and see it as an intentional way to flourish and grow in your with God life. Because the right kind of rule is the way to make the best use of your time this fall and in the seasons to come. Speaking of which, tomorrow is the last day to get in on the fall y'all sale. It's been going on right now. Because together, we're going to start this next season off well inside the Redeem Her Time coaching program. Inside the program, you'll find the exact step-by-step framework that you need to not only create your rule of life in the eight areas of attention in this season, but also the tools to focus where your time goes and where it doesn't so you can consistently live out where he's called you. Right now, when you use code FALLYALL, you not only get $100 off lifetime access to the framework, but you also get access to the exclusive student-only inner circle community and the spotlight coaching calls. That way, you'll have all the support you need, plus an extra bonus of a personalized time block review to help you get your time organized before any more time gets away from you. Sound amazing? Don't take it from me. Go check it out for yourself and hear from those who've already gone through the program at redeemhertime.com forward slash coaching. But the discount and bonuses all go away at midnight tomorrow, August 30th. So my advice is don't even wait till the end of this episode. Right now, go click the link in the show notes or visit redeemhertime.com forward slash coaching and grab your spot to lock in your discount and bonuses before they're gone. Then Come back to this episode, because I'm going to show you why a rule is a good thing and how to start creating your own rule of life. Are you ready to grow together with God? Me too. So let's get started. Hey, busy girl. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? You try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again, that's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time energy or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what he's called you to make the best use of your time and overcome distractions. So you can be more present and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity, grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? So tell me, how do you really feel when you hear the word rule? More importantly, lean into 
Why do you feel that way? Whether you followed them to a T, preferred to pick and choose which you adhere to, or were rebelled against all of them, most likely you saw a rule as a restriction, something imposed on you by someone or something else. And how did that make you feel? Confined? Controlled? Constrained? Like we talk about all the time, you are living by a rule. You are either living by default, leaving things up to chance, the feelings or input of others, or you're living by design, intentionally looking at where you are, where you want to be, and taking steps to get from here to there. That's where the intentional rule of life that we create inside the Redeem Her Time coaching program will help direct your time and attention in this season. Because everyone has a rule of life, even if you've never intentionally put it into words. A rule is a pattern of practices or habits that you follow. What rule do you live by? Maybe you make coffee, read your Bible, and walk the dog every morning. Or maybe you hit snooze a few times too many and then finally get out of bed at the last possible minute to beat your kids to the kitchen or get out the door to work. Maybe you unplug after dinner and enjoy a cup of tea, a good book or conversation, and have lights out at the same time each night. Or maybe you scroll social or binge Netflix till way too late and then finally crawl into bed without washing your face again. So what's your pattern or rule of life? We make time, whether it's intentionally or unintentionally, for what matters. So what does your current rule show that you value? Is it growth and connection or comfort and convenience? The idea of a rule of life is really about organizing life around what you value with your faith walk being at the center. And it's something that believers have been doing for centuries who want to live a with God life. So is it really possible for us as busy Christian women to intentionally bring God into every area of our life while being immersed in the busy routines of this modern world? It is, but it won't happen by chance. It only happens by being on purpose and creating your own rule of life. Do you remember how I told you to pay attention to repeated words, impressions, or opportunities that God brings across your path? This idea of a rule of life has been popping up so many times on my radar re- recently. Books, podcasts, programs, conversations. So I've been leaning in as part of my Her Redeemed year. Yes, I'm still intentionally celebrating my 50th birthday all year long. Go back to the episode on June 1st to get all the details. And here's the thing. I love how a rule of life perfectly fits with the idea of living a with God life. So today I want to dive into this practice with you by answering three questions. First, what is a rule of life? Then why do I even need it? And last, how do I create one? So first, what is a rule of life? Well, most scholars give credit to early centuries of the church where many spiritual communities develop structure to the individual and corporate life with Christ as a center. Back in the 400s, St. Benedict wrote a practical, balanced, and down-to-earth guide that formed rhythms of work, prayer, and study for both himself and his community, all for the purpose of being formed and transformed by God in every area of life. So simply, a rule of life is a rhythm of practices or habits that empower us to live well in every area of our life. It's not what constrains us, 
but it's what trains us to pursue a with God life. In fact, speaking of training, by understanding the word rule actually comes from the Greek word meaning trellis, we start to better understand its purpose. This summer, I've been experimenting with my tower garden. Let me just tell you, the greens have taken off in the heat and humidity. But next summer, I'm ready to add the trellis. So that way, I can grow things that grow on a vine, like tomatoes and cucumbers, peas and melons. Because a trellis is a support system for a plant that enables it to grow upward and to bear fruit. My hubby has trellises set up for his grapes too, because they need something to support and guide their growth. And just like a trellis, a rule of life supports and guides our growth by connecting us to the source of our growth, Christ, so that we can bear fruit in every area of our life, our faith walk, our family and friendships, our service and work, stewardship, our wellness, our passions, even our dwelling. In John 15, five, he says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. I don't know about you, but I'm wanting the fruit of his spirit to be produced in me, to glorify him and bless others. And that only comes from abiding in him, making him the center and source, and then allowing him to guide how I live and spend my time. So that leads us to question number two. Why do we need a rule of life? Well, if you're looking for a fruitful garden or vineyard, you know that you need a trellis to direct the growth upward and outward. Otherwise, your plants will naturally slump to the ground where they will lay in a tangled mess, unable to fully access the sun, water, and nutrients they need, as well as the space they need to spread out. And when this happens, the fruit rots before it even ripens, so it's of no use to anyone. What happens in life without a rule of life to guide us? Well, (laughs) we're constantly on the hamster wheel, rushing through life only half present, just trying to catch our breath and keep up. All the while, we crave depth and connection and meaning in our days. Now, most of us are moms, right? So whether your home is still busy or your nest is now empty, all good moms had rules, right? Maybe it was about bedtime or behavior or belongings, but rules help to create order because without them, life and home is kind of chaotic, right? Now, while your kids may have bucked against boundaries, aka rules, they actually thrive when there are rules to guide their life. The same thing applies to us as adults. Order in our lives keeps us from being all over the place. So let me ask you, what does your calendar and heart look like when you leave yourself open to all the demands and distractions of the world around you? Probably a tangled mess. No wonder you feel like you never have enough time to do it all and you're not seeing growth and results in the way you desire and where he's called you because you're all over the place and allowing your time and attention to get crowded out and sucked up by everyone and everything else. Enough of that kind of life, my friend. Are you ready for space to grow? What if instead of feeling like God and what he's called you to is way beyond your grasp, that he is in your everything? That, my friend, is a with God life. And just the other day, I was listening to the song Everything by Tim Hughes, which says, God in my living, there in my breathing, God in my waking, God in my sleeping. 
God in my resting, there in my working, God in my thinking, God in my speaking. Be my everything. God in my hoping, there in my dreaming, God in my watching, God in my waiting, God in my laughing, there in my weeping, God in my hurting, God in my healing. Christ in me, the hope of glory, you are everything. Be my everything. Imagine how having God at the center of your with God life would lead towards more life balance and intentional growth in all eight areas. So have I convinced you to embrace a rule of life now, no matter how you felt about rules before we started? Good. So let's move on to question number three. How do I create a rule of life? Well, I'm so glad you asked. And I want to share five guidelines to create your with God rule of life that I've adapted from the book, God in My Everything by Ken Shigematsu. This is a book that I'm reading as part of my 50th year. So here we go. Guideline number one, start simply. We all know the biggest mistake is doing too much too quickly in every area, right? No garden grows overnight into a bountiful harvest. So start by planting one seed at a time and watering it. Here's where you use the With God Life Assessment to see where you are in each area. Then identify intentions to grow and commit to the one or two that will make the biggest difference. Will you focus first on your faith walk, a family relationship or friendship, your service or work, your stewardship of time or finances, your mental or physical wellness, your passions or giftings, or your home or community? Once you identify one area, start by adding one small practice at a time to grow where he's called you to. Maybe that's beginning your day with quiet time to acknowledge your dependence on him and ask for his wisdom to make the best use of your time. Or maybe it's something I'm doing right now where I'm taking time to journal and examine at the end of the day to prayerfully review my day, grow in my awareness of where he was leading and where I was or was not following. Or maybe it's morning coffee with your hubby or a weekly lunch date with a friend or a daily walk with the dog or time to read or reset your kitchen. What you do repeatedly has the power to shape you. So what is one regular habit in one of the areas of attention that you'll start building a rule of life around? Stick with it until it truly is a rule you follow without much thought or fighting against yourself. Because if you start off too big and fast, you just might crash and do nothing. Guideline number two, prune regularly. A rule of life is not about adding more to your already full plate. It's about focusing on what ought to be on your plate. Here's a good test. If it makes life feel heavier with more burdens to carry by creating a rule of life, perhaps you've created a self-made rule of life rather than a spirit-led one. Remember, Jesus offers us his yoke, his way of bearing and guiding life. And his way is easy and light. So maybe it's time to remove some of the other things, even good things, that are crowding out the best that he has for you in this season. That chapter in John 15 starts off by saying that the gardener cuts off every branch that does not bear fruit and prunes the ones that do bear fruit so they will be more fruitful. All that stuff on your plate may have looked good in the moment or on its own, but maybe it's sucking up the time and attention that could be going to where he's calling you to grow in this season. So what needs to be pruned in your life in order to focus on what matters most now so you can fully live your with God life? 
Whereas remember, a rule of life is not just what you do, it's also what you don't do. So snip, snip, it may be painful at first, but I promise you it will be worth it. Number three, consider the season. We talk a lot about seasons of life here on the podcast and inside the program. What mattered or needed your time and attention when your kids were home or when you were working or when your parents were younger may not be where you're needing to focus right now. So where is he calling you right now? If there's something that no longer serves this season, prune it and intentionally create space for what does. In the same way, our gardens look different in different seasons of the year, spring, summer, fall, and winter. Your life may look different in different seasons of the year as well. Anyone feeling the changes as we head back into fall and back to school or back to routines or back to those goals we set almost nine months ago? What does this season need for you? And what harvest of fruit do you want to see with God? Create a rule of life that fits this season of your life. Number four, stay flexible. We all need a little flex in our lives and in our rule of life. I once heard it described as a tent. If you're camping, you don't want the walls pulled so taut that when anything bumps up against it, like your kid running to catch a ball, it sends them flying. But you also don't want them too loose such that even the slightest breeze knocks it over. It needs to be tight, but still have some flex. The same is true of a rule of life. Cause guess what? Life happens, AKA your great intentions and plans will get redirected and that's okay. As a rule girl, this is one that I'm really needing the spirits leading on. How do I respond when I get bumped or interrupted? Let's just say, I don't always have the flexibility to just let it roll, but I'm working on it with him. Someone unexpectedly calls, comes home, needs something. You get the flu or out of town guests or sudden diagnosis. And that's when you need a rule of life that can bend to some extent. Just like Jesus said in Mark 2 27, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. In the same way, we don't exist for our rule of life. Our rule of life exists for us. So in what ways do you need to be flexible? Before life happens, pray and ask the spirit to give you a sensitivity to his leading and grace and respond in a way that honors him, the other person or the circumstance and still keeps you aligned with your rule of life. That is how you're not going to break. And number five, include community. Because here's the thing, way back in the day, A rule of life was not meant to be lived in isolation, but rather to be lived out in community. We are most often formed when we are with other like-minded people who are also intentional about their growth and to whom we give permission to hold us accountable because that's how we truly build a rule of life with intentionality, consistency, and authenticity. So whether you're wanting to stick with a Bible study, a healthy eating plan, working on a relationship, building the skill, or any other thing that you have identified as part of your with God life, we're always better together. Because left to ourselves, well, you know, we cut corners, let ourselves off the hook, quietly quit, or never even start. And just like a plant grows better in a garden where it gets the resources and attention it needs, that's why we need to plant ourselves in the right environment. For me, I found that having a coach is the biggest difference for me. Now, I'm a DIY girl, 
and I figured out a lot of things on my own, but I couldn't always sustain it. And I often didn't know how to take my growth to the next level until I finally invested in a coach, someone who could help me see what I couldn't see and do what I didn't think I could do. Someone further down the road that I'm on that could guide and encourage me to know where to go and to keep on going. So who will you intentionally invite to pursue this rule of life with God journey with you so that you can flourish? Well, I would love to be your with God life balance and time management coach. And the redeem her time coaching program is the perfect environment in which you can create your rule of life in those eight key areas and make space in your schedule to see a harvest of fruit to glorify God and to bless others. Inside the program, you get the With God Life framework to start creating your personal rule of life, plus the time management tools that you need to finally follow through consistently and manage all the distractions and demands of life. You get access to weekly modules, application assignments, inner circle conversations, live coaching calls, everything you need to create your rule of life and live the life that God has called you to no matter how busy the world around you. And with lifetime access to the framework, you'll be able to simplify, prune, assess, and flex in every season of your life. But like I said, the fall y'all sale ends tomorrow. So today is the day to take action and grab a spot to get the discount and the bonuses before they're gone. And more time passes you by and you're still on the hamster wheel. What do you say? Let's do this together with him. Let's pray. Dear God, I just thank you for this time that we've had together. I thank you for that you have called us into a relationship with you and into doing life with you and that you want to be in everything, in every area of our life. But God, we confess that we are so easily distracted. We are so easily turned to shiny objects or to the things of the world or that others around us are calling for our attention. And we want to focus on you and where you're calling us to in this season and where you are wanting us to grow, and where you are telling us to put our time and attention. And God, I thank you that you don't expect us to do it on our own. You give us your spirit, and you give us other like-minded women that can help be part of that journey. And so Lord, I pray for this woman listening today, that as she's looking at where she is, and where you might be calling her to be, that she would have the courage and the faith to step out and to do something to create that with God rule of life, that is going to bring so much flourishing, so much fruit, and so much growth in her life. Thank you for the things that you are, will, and are able to do that we don't even know or understand. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, friend, I'll see you over inside the Redeemer Time community where we're going to talk more about this. And I just have a feeling I'm going to see you inside the Redeemer Time coaching program too, because I know you're serious about living a life with him and wanting him to be everything in every area. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart, because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So. What was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile. And that way I know you're liking the show. And it 
helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing, together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.